celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Judy Francis is screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405. I'm Hal Abrams. Good afternoon. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladdy, the world-famous Russian dog wizard with those most vexing dog issues. Dog father Joey Volani helping you groom your animal. And animal communicator Joy Turner bridging that gap. And Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. Nothing like a green lawn. Everybody loves a green lawn, right? Especially in summertime. But how you get that green lawn could be killing your dog. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Now, Joey, I understand you're going to be talking about hydrating your animal today. And I assume this is not beverages, giving them beverages. This is actually for their skin, right? This is for their skin and coat. Yeah, this is not this is not drinking. Um, this is drinking through the skin and coat. Not, Unlike vodka. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. But, by the way, drinking is uh, important too, but not just the vodka. I'm talking about fish oil, and I'm a great supporter of do both, Joe. Not just your way, but also my way. You'll right say, after the show, I'll join you. You take your fish oil <laughs> with a little vodka, don't you? <laughs> Come on. I mean, that, that's that's okay for your listeners. When it comes to the Russians and submissive role and vodka. They're fine. But when the Vladi telling the truth, that's what makes somebody a bit upset. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. We can drink the fish oil with vodka if you want to. I apologize right now if Vladi ticks you off today. Because it's, you know, he, it's okay. He, it's okay. He, My Mika will 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 will, will, will uh, give you that apology. Yes, Mika. My baby. Come on, my baby. Mommy. You see, yeah. the they're thing, offending me today, Mika. Uh, no, Mika. we're not offending you. We love you because yeah. you, you, oh, <laughs> you tell it like it is. You know, you don't okay. hide anything, and sometimes no, that's offensive. You know, a lot of people they have this little sensor, something that goes between their mouth and their head. So when they think something, it goes through the sensor, and then it comes out their mouth. Vladi doesn't have that sensor. He just uh, thinks something, and he'll tell you exactly what's on his mind. And sometimes that offends people. But the fact of the matter is, is what he has to say is very important. No. Plus, sometimes when you translate from Russian into the English, something missing, too, you know? That's, yeah. that's another thing. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to say, Joey Volani, how much weight have you lost? I am down 56 pounds. 56 oh. pounds. Holy 56. moly. That's like all, almost a small child. Yeah, a yeah, big, small child. <laughs> Regarding about weight loss, guys, I, let me see. My wife is, uh, I'm glad she did not come to me with me today to the studio. And I have to tell you some secret. Um, yesterday I couldn't even locate her in the bed because before when she was in the yeah when she was in the bed it's a kind of mound it was a huge huge something and uh, you know what what she's doing it's very interesting she's drinking a lot it's called pH balance like a, a pH balanced water um, so you know when the when the when the uh, water is alkaline um, it's create a lot of health benefits and one of them is losing weight it's unbelievable she tried before so many things, and she tried many diets and hormone replacement. Nothing worked unless this. I, I, it's unbelievable. So you can't how find much, her in the bed. Is yeah, what how you're much saying. weight has she lost? <laughs> Twenty pounds. She lost uh, for great. two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. Are you sure she is in the bed? <laughs> That's what I was. It was a funny part. As a matter of fact, this morning I was touching her. Uh, can I say that at least? Yeah, or sure. I can be hot fired from the radio again. Okay, I touched her through the bed. I touched her, and she just woke up. Why are you touching me? Do you think I'm dead, or what's happening? Is here. 
I say, I just want to make sure you're still there, you know, because I can't see when you're in the bed. No, I'm seriously, it's just unbelievable. Oh, hey, I've lost almost 30 pounds. Oh, wow. Uh, between the you three of great. you, geez, that's Thank a you. person. Ooh. I know. What did you do? Eat right, cut out cheeseburgers and bread. The cheeseburgers will do it every that's time. That's the hardest yeah. thing is cheeseburgers to me. I know. And What's pizza. the hardest thing? French fries. Yes. Pizza, pizza, pizza. I haven't had a French fry for Damn, a I'm month. hungry right now. I know. Let's <laughs> stop talking this diet. Yes, let's, okay. let's, let's answer some phones. Oh, I thought we were going to get a pizza. 1-866-405-8405 to talk about your animals right now. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Ah, stretch. Let's see, big show today. Season of Stars, Victoria Jackson. Remember her from Saturday Night Live, a little bombshell, a little blondie. Very charismatic. Yeah. Okay. Big animal lover, too. Yeah. She'll be joining us as well as Dr. Joyce Brothers. You know who Dr. Joyce Brothers is, right? Or is. How could you not? (laughs) If you're over, uh, let's see, how old do you got to be to know Dr. Joyce? She's, uh, she's a big animal lover, too, but of course she's a, a psychotherapist. And she'll uh, tell us a little bit about our relationship with our animals. And that's in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. Well, can you imagine going to a zoo, taking your kids and say, oh, we're going to go see the lions and tigers. And you get in there and they're dead. They're stuffed. Huh. That's what the zoo is all about. Well, I'll tell you about a zoo that's like this. And you could just be grateful that you live in America and we have the zoos that we have. Because this is pretty pathetic. I'll tell you about it. Coming up on Animal Radio News. I'll okay. tell you, sometimes yeah. that's not bad. I'm going to tell you why. Okay. I went to the Catskill Game Farm when we were kids, and, and the female tiger, um, you know, put her behind to the open cage and sprayed everyone within 25 oh. feet. Like, like oh, a fire yeah, hydrant. You don't want um, to. You know, and that was and my leg. Thing. My leg was part of that, okay? And we lived two and a half hours away. Oh, so. oh my gosh. You always think next to females, you know, bear female, tiger female, human and female, I always find you over females. You're just jealous, Vladi. Yeah. yeah. Well, welcome back, Vladi. <laughs> hey, yes. It was a nice break, guys. Yeah, it sure was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really pissed off some listeners. You, uh... Yeah, I know, because sometimes people take me, I take it very seriously, and um, I even call the people and uh, explain them I'm a great guy and uh, you know yeah I do I do and uh, you know this is this is constructive criticism and this is uh, sometimes people take it out of context uh, because I see the world more than just the dogs I have education in um, in the business I have education in social science and I see the world as the dogs with the dogs eyes and uh, it's all this analogies just to make sense. A lot of people, by the way, is very happy with me, but sometimes people don't. I apologize for that, but uh, just letting them know I'm a very good guy and uh, was the exceptional reputation of getting results. You can't please all the people all the time. Well, I'm going to start yes. listening to what you say now, though.
though, because I, I love America. Uh, that's why I live here, and I think that's why you live here. So, you know, if you're going to start slamming America, I have to kick your ass is what I'm going to have to do. Both yes, Joey and do. I are going to kick your ass. I'm the very proud American, by the way. I'm not the Russian. And again and again, I apologize if sometimes people misunderstand me, but this is just a constructive criticism to make this great country even much more greater. Okay, whatever. one 405 to get in touch with a dream team that could include Dr. Debbie, Joy Turner, Joey Volani, or even... Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Maybe he should be Vladi, the world-famous American dog wizard. That's what I'm thinking. Ooh. <laughs> I love you. Tell me, what was the wrong about saying American Mastiff picking on Yorkies and Chihuahuas like Libyan Syrians? Stay away from dealing with a Chinese Akita. Hello. Oh, just let it go there. Hey, uh, welcome, Sue. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. I understand you want to talk to Vladi, the world-famous American dog wizard. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> well, um, I just want to say I really enjoy listening to you on the radio. You're very entertaining. But then again, oh, thank anyone, you so much. Yeah, well, you made my day. train the Detroit Red Wings dogs, you can't be all bad. They were wonderful, my clients, and there was the Steve Eiserman and things like that. But now I'm in California. I also train the big guys here and girls here. But, you know, it's a California, so, you know, I just cannot tell you the names. But well, that's uh, all go right. ahead. <laughs> Here's my question I have. Okay, I have a little so. Cocker Spaniel puppy, and I'd like to know oh. what behaviors should I expect from her, and how do I prevent the bad one so she doesn't rule the, the house here cocker spaniel hold on so let me just grab the drink hold on oh god <sighs> yes because i need to take a deep breath <laughs> well wow that that'll yeah. kill anything man <laughs> <laughs> okay look so uh cocker spaniel in my practice i see the behavior problem unfortunately which we're dealing with them it is aggression and the people before you trying to right now send me angry letters to telling me how great your cocker spaniel are, uh, just uh, letting you know that I'm telling from my practice. And from my practice, about probably 60-70% of the cases when I see cocker spaniel, I deal with, with some type of aggression. So my best advice to you would be, so you already got it or you're planning to get? I already have it. Okay, already got it. Yeah. So as long as you got from the good breeder, and you've seen father and mother, uh-huh. because uh, beautiful parents bringing beautiful kids, oh. and who was born to crawl will never fly. He may walk. So if you saw those parents, and parents are nice, there is a great possibility that your dog will be nice too. When you bring your puppy home, just remember your puppy going for the critical stages of puppy developing. Between 6 and 12 weeks, your puppy must be intensively socialized toward the people and dogs. Be careful about the dogs to such a degree. We spoke about this in Animal Radio with our Dr. Davy. Where's Dr. Davy? She's, she's around? She's with, getting coffee. Okay. So uh, I so was pleased with Dr. Davy that uh, she, she supported me that we should not prohibit our puppies' socialization to another dogs. Of course, want to make sure those dogs you know and they're vaccinated and your neighbors, Kathy, your um, relatives, friends, that's fine. That's totally fine. 
A lot of veterinarians keeping the dogs away from the socializations because they are apprehensive from any diseases. But your puppy was drinking mom's milk. Once she drinks mom's milk, she's vaccinated to some degree. So, you know, sometimes you need to choose between bad and worse. And that's what I believe. With Nakaka Spaniel, you have to make sure, socialize, socialize, socialize. Regarding people, bring to your home a lot of people. Create puppy party. Get the pizza. Uh, bring your kids. If you don't have a kids in your family, bring the kids. If you don't have a kids in your neighborhood, take your puppy to the school. Get, stay next to, to Toys R Us, not to the pet store, next to the Toys R Us. Have a lot of cookies and ask the people. Handle your, your puppy treats and, and let them petting you. Let them give the kiss and hug to your puppy. From that time, your puppy will be just good. As long as he loves the people and dogs. Training Caca Spaniel, it's so simple. They are very smart. Socialization is the key. Hey, thank you so much for having And I know you are listening animal radio a lot look sometimes people misunderstood me i'm saying something between the lines make analogies from politics from different just basically meaning different pack mentality how it's incorrelated sometimes people take offensive how do you think what is the reason uh, well i just think sometimes people need to lighten up okay <laughs> not take everything you know so intensely and uh, but no i think you're very entertaining and it's very interesting listening to you on the radio thank you so much one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the dream team this portion of animal radio is brought to you by Petapure. it's a product you shouldn't live without if you use hanitizer sand hanitizer sand hanitizer hand sanitizer <laughs> you should use Petapure natural pet sanitizer when you can't bathe your dog it's an antibacterial product for pets and it kills germs and odors and keeps your pet healthy you can learn more at purepawspurehome.com to get a free trial we'll head back to the phones next This is Animal Radio. Cat owners, listen up. We love our cats. They're so adorable. But we certainly can't say the same for their litter boxes. Wouldn't it be great if you had an attractive litter box with a stylish hood and designs like black patent, leopard print, polka dot? Well, now you can. Kitty A Go Go is perfect for smaller homes or apartments where the litter box is usually an eyesore. Not only does Kitty A Go Go look great, it adds a stylish decor element with personality. Your choice of six decorative hoods and colorful patterns will look great in any room. Seeing is believing. And since you can't see them on the radio, check out all the designs at kittyagogo.com. And that's not all. Kittyagogo has a patented sifter rake, so there's no digging for treasures. In one single scoop of the rake, your cat's business is ready to dump right into the trash, making the task of cleaning up after your kitty a breeze. Made of the highest quality, durable, and stain-resistant plastic, both you and your cat will love this new concept in litter boxes. Kittyagogo. You have to see it to believe it. Learn more at kittyagogo.com. Oh no, a storm! Where's my thunder shirt? I need my thunder shirt! It hugs me, keeps me calm during storms, otherwise I freak! Here, boy! Let's put on your thunder shirt! Oh, oh, that's much better. Hey, folks, if your dog or cat's like me and scared of noises, traveling or vet visits or being left alone, try Thundershirt. It's the easy, drug-free way to keep them calm. For only $39.95 with a money-back guarantee, don't be afraid to try one. Buy a Thundershirt now at pet stores or at Thundershirt.com. Hi, this is Sheena Easton on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets. It's so important. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
Pets Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, I want to thank the fine folks at Protect Your Bubble. They, you know what? You can cover your pet with pet insurance. Great coverage for less than a dollar a day, which is pretty cheap and well worth it. I waffle about this whole insurance thing, but I'm starting to think at a dollar a day, that's not bad to cover them. And uh, I'll be checking out this website later on, protectyourbubble.com, protectyourbubble.com. We have... Jerry on the phone. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Fine. Well, hi, Jerry. This is Dr. Debbie. What can I do for you? I'm calling in regards to a, a cat that I had uh, gotten at the Pasadena Humane Society uh, in November. Okay. And the cat is about five years old. Um, it only had one eye. And um, unfortunately, the cat, um, he is attacking people for no reason at all. And uh, I I went to um, the care center for my arm today, but uh, what I was calling about is I I didn't know if, if, if um, the cat would be able, if I should take it back to the Humane Society, but I've already taken it back. Um, oh, goodness. The, um, the cat uh, bit my husband. And it bit the back of my daughter's head. Oh my um, gosh! What were the contacts? When when did the bites occur? What was going on in the household? Uh, well, right now I'm my daughter. Do- my daughter is thirty, so she lives lives alone. Um, but right now I'm I'm living alone right now because we have a home in North Carolina. My husband's I mean, trying to sell that. What was going on was, right before the cats bit the people? What was the cat uh, doing? Me, what were the people well, doing? Well, um, my, my husband was petting the cat's head when he bit my husband's hand. And okay. my daughter was just sitting in a chair, and the cat was on the back of the chair. And um, the cat bit the back of her head. And Thank then gosh. last night I was sitting on the couch, and I was working on my computer. And he, he just lunged at me and uh, grabbed my arm. And when wow. he bit me, I mean, the the two bottom teeth and the two top canine teeth went way in my arm. Yeah, well, definitely. And, and I, I feel horrible for your situation there and, and having to give that baby up. The, you know, the thing when we look at with cats with aggression, they aren't the same things as dogs. So we always have to kind of throw out all the rules of what we know about dogs. Cats' motivation to bite can be very different. And we always have to look at the context. What is what is the trigger point? What's going on in the environment right before that? And how does that uh-huh. affect the cat? So in some situations, such as when cats are being petted, um, the first thing to realize is cats don't pet each other. There is no, you never see that happening. You see them grooming yeah. and licking, but they never take their hand, touch it, or their little paw, touch another cat's head and run that all the way down their body. It can be too stimulating for cats. Um, you know, they may chin rub, they may groom on the face, but they really don't do a petting behavior to each other. Okay. So when we as humans do that, if a cat has a really low trigger for physical contact, it can set them off. So you have to recognize, at least in that situation, that this this kitty does not like extended physical contact, and you have to watch for signs that when that 
kitty's getting upset, you, you stop the behavior, give them a treat, a reward, and you, you leave the situation. And, and we have uh-huh. to set patterns like that. Now, some of those other, it sounds like we'd have to get a little bit more in depth with what particularly was going on there. You know, territories and all of that type of thing really come into play. So, um, you know, I guess for future reference, you know, with kitties that have aggression and behavioral issues, I always go to in, environmental uh, enrichment, um, cats on deck, and a lot of different things, like where we have uh, cat trees, vertical height. Cats need that to feel a sense of getting away and feeling safe, whether it's from other people or other cats. Mm-hmm. So we want to give them that, and we want to give them outlets for physical um, activity, hunting behaviors, prey behaviors, so that we take the humans out of that loop. So those might be interactive toys, um, food toys, where we don't just put the food in the bowl, we make them bat around a toy and knock the, the food out of that, and then that how they spend their day getting food. They don't just walk up to the bowl, eat it, and then say, what am I going to do with myself for 11 more hours of the day? Um, so just I would keep that kind of thing in mind when we you know, get into a kitty that's having these type of problems. Last night it was 10 o'clock and there was nothing going on in, in the environment. I was just calmly w- working on my computer. He was sitting next to me, and then that's when he, he bit my mm-hmm. arm. Well, I mean, in, in the, a lot of these things, they do take, um, you know, pretty extensive training um, and a lot of lifestyle changes. Sometimes it means bringing a behaviorist into the home. And there are cat behaviorists, and, and a lot of that you can find help either through your local veterinarian or um, different um, behaviorists that might be o- available locally. But that's usually my resource that I, I try to intervene if we can intervene. Now, if there's a risk of physical injury to the humans in the home, I cannot blame anybody in your situation for making a tough decision decision as you have. Um, but I would just hope to we extinguish all the possible um, uh, solutions here before we get to a point where we have to relinquish the kitty. But um, human human biting, you know, or biting humans is, is certainly a huge problem, and I, I would not want anyone to be in jeopardy in that household. Mm-hmm. Now, I have another question I'm quite concerned about. Okay. Um, I, I uh, went on the, the Pasadena website uh, of couple hours after I took the cat back and they have the cat back up to be adopted and it's supposed mm-hmm. to be quarantined for 10 days mm, okay. and I called and I called the Bassadina Humane Society and they said they would take it off the website and they still haven't done it so wouldn't you be quite concerned about that that they're going to adopt this cat out again when it should be in quarantine for 10 days for biting someone yeah, and that I think I would take up with the um, the actual authorities within the shelter. Um, sometimes, you know, these type of things can be turfed out to other people within the facility, and we want to make sure right. that the the manager of the yeah. facility is aware of I that. I talked to and, the manager. I talked to the manager. Yeah, I asked for him specifically. Yeah, and I would also hope that we've, you know, conveyed uh, to them and that they can convey to potential families that, you know, we do have some issues to work through with this kitty. And we always want to be upfront when we're um, relinquishing a pet or when they're adopting them out on the other end is that, you know, if we've had issues in um, a previous household, um, we want to keep in mind that, you know, make sure we're not getting yeah. into another situation that won't be, um, have the time or the, the tools to deal with it. Um, so, well, my best right. thoughts go out to that kitty and I hope we have a, a good forever home that they find and, um, uh, and I'm so sorry you had to go through that. that it's very heart-wrenching to have that happen. Yeah, okay. Thank you for your call today, Jerry. one 405 8405 That is toll-free to Dr. Debbie, Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, dog father Joey Volani, or Joy Turner. 
believe we have one for Joey Villani. And John, hey John, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, What's going on? Um, I got, I've, I've heard conflicting uh, things about washing your dog. I used to always hear that, you know, you don't wash your dog but once a month because it would dry their skin out, but then I heard it was okay to uh, do it once a week. So I do wash my dog once a week because I live in Texas. It's hot, and by day number three, she's already getting her little stinky dog smell because she's an inside dog. And um, I'm just wondering, is it really a bad thing? I mean, does it is it really drying for the dog to do that? Don't let don't let anyone tell you otherwise, because they're wrong if they do. You can wash your dog every single day if you use the right product. See, years ago, it would it that was true. We had very limited pet products out there, products that weren't properly pH balanced for the for the dog themselves, or people were just using human shampoo which wasn't properly balanced, or even a neutral pH. So what was happening is is you dry the coat out significantly, you damage the coat, the dog would scratch like mad, and it would. That's why you didn't do it. But no matter when you wash the dog with those shampoos, you'd have that problem. In today's day and age, um, we have great pet shampoos out there, uh, mild ones like a good oatmeal shampoo um, or a hypoallergenic shampoo. You can use on your dog every single day. There are show dogs out there that get washed on a daily or maybe um, you know two, three times a week, and they have the most beautiful coats and skin in the world. So depending on what you're using, Spend a little bit more money, get a good quality shampoo. Wall makes a great oatmeal shampoo that you can use every day. It's a concentrate. So even if it's a little bit expensive, what you dilute it with and break it down, it becomes pennies per bath for your dog. And the dog is going to smell and look great. Don't listen to them. Remember one thing. A clean dog also repels fleas. The fleas don't like to be in in a clean environment. So the cleaner your pet, and this is a study that was done, the cleaner your pet, the less chance of them having fleas. So you're doing a good job. All right, thank you. Hey, John, I'm also going to give you some pet up here. This is a brand new sponsor for Animal Radio, and this is for when they can't get the bath, you're running out of time, you're running short on time, you can't bathe your dog. This is for animals. This is Petapure Natural Pet Sanitizer. By the way, if you want to get a free trial of this uh, Petapure, you can head on over to purepawspurehome.com. Hold on for one second, and we'll get your, your name and address. You know, I use that Perel stuff on my hands whenever I shake hands with somebody because I'm a, like a germaphobe. It kills germs I, I, I and know, odors. Yeah? I normally put the vodka on my hands, and that's, that's what I was. That's, you know, I knew you did that for some reason. <laughs> for some reason, that just went through my head. But, but, but look, look, Joe, just a quick, quick, uh, quick comment. You know, the same thing which you just said is so true for the humans, too. Because we've been told, don't wash our own hair every day before because we're going to have a bald or losing our hair. But if you ever use the pro- right pro- product, I think that would be a nice idea as well. In just a couple of minutes, Dr. Joyce Brothers and Victoria Jackson joining us for the season of stars. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day, available exclusively from Imperial Palace, Rio Resorts in Las Vegas, and Caesars Palace. It includes amenities like food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and even a specialty room service menu. It's more than pet friendly. It's pet focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Vegas. Very funny guy playing at the Flamingo Showroom at Flamingo Las Vegas tonight, Rob Riggle. Yeah, if you watch the, uh, what is it, uh, Comedy Central? Uh-huh. 
is always a, he was also in that uh, The Hangover. Yes, that's what. Oh, I love that movie. Yes, it's too funny. He's not only a, just a great comedian; he was a lieutenant colonel in the United States Marine Corps. Probably, Whoa. I would have wanted him as my colonel if I was <laughs> to serve. He's playing tonight. Thirty-nine dollars gets you in the door, and you must be twenty-one to enter because it's a nasty, nasty show. It is the the last night tonight that you can see Rob Riggle at the Flamingo Showroom in Flamingo, Las Vegas, and bring your dogs. And uh, while you're watching the show, they'll be chowing down on the specialty room service menu. Not the food, the actual menu. <laughs> Hi, this is Shelley Morrison from Willing Grace, and I'm on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. Please. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <laughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, nothing like having a green lawn in summer. But getting that green lawn can be a little difficult, so you have to use a few chemicals to turn it green, right? Well... Getting those results is likely causing malignant cancer in your dogs. In the study, researchers identified 263 dogs with biopsy-confirmed canine malignant lymphoma, 240 dogs with benign tumors, and 230 dogs underwent surgeries unrelated to cancer. Well, then they asked pet owners to complete a 10-page questionnaire. What they found is that dogs with malignant lymphoma were 70% more likely to live in a home where professionally applied lawn pesticides had been used. Dogs with a serious malignancy were also 170% more likely to come from homes where owners use chemical insecticides to combat pests inside of the home. Well, it's summertime, and almost summertime anyway. I'm thinking ahead. (laughs) Um, And you're thinking, well, where do I... Take my dog when I go on vacation. You know, most hotels don't let you stay with a dog, so and you, you don't want to bring it and leave it in the room. So what can you do? Do you get a pet center, go to a kennel? Well, like savvy travelers who forego pricey hotels for budget accommodation on sites like couchsurfing.org, easygoing pups now have an inexpensive place to crash, too. There's a couple new services in New York. They allow dogs to stay with a local pet lover while their owner's away. One is called dogvacay.com, and Rover.com. Both allow pet owners to create a profile with info about their animal, and you can browse hundreds of host profiles to see where your dog will fit in best. You can email the potential host questions, even set up a meet and greet before making an online reservation. Sounds like a good deal. I kind of like that. So do you do the pup pedicure, you know, where you cut your dog's nails? You know, many vets say they hate to trim toenails. And no, it's not because they have better things to do and can't be bothered with it. It has more to do with stress of the event. By and large, um, many of the canine patients hate having their claws clipped more than any other routine procedure. In fact, injections, blood draws, even that dreaded fecal rod, that would really get to me. If I was a dog and I knew I was getting a fecal rod... (laughs) I would say trim my nails gladly. Anyway, they're far more readily accepted by the average dog than a nail trim. The majority of these patients shake and cower as they get their nails trimmed, and a sizable percentage have to be forced 
um, you know, and restrained down. So any pet who gets a nail trim only when it's time to see the vet is receiving a dubiously beneficial service that often only serves to make him more afraid of the vet's office. So vets are saying, you know, claws grow out within a month and less in many cases. So why don't you go to the groomer, go to your local pet superstore, go anywhere except the place where stress should be minimized at all costs. So a good attitude can be preserved when an injury or illness happens. Expecting a vet to do it, it's like, you know, assuming your physician is going to remove the wax from your ears. It's just, it's not the right thing to do. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. You're listening to Animal Radio. Okay, are you there, Dr. Brothers? I'm there. Good. We, we have a cat that occasionally walks across the uh, engineering board uh-huh. and will press buttons down, and uh, for days we try is to figure she, out... Is she union? <laughs> she is union. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Brothers on Animal Radio... It's always good to talk with you, Ham. A few minutes ago we were talking about uh, what happens when the dog decides to sleep in the bed... Uh-huh. and uh, decides it wants to stay there all the time, and now you have three people in bed and one angry spouse. Well, I have had that situation in my family long ago. Uh, not an immediate family, but uh, far, far off family. Uh-huh. And uh, the lady had a chow, um, and the dog was very territorial and wouldn't let the husband get to the bed. Uh-oh. So they ended up with two rooms, uh, and then they ended up with a divorce. Oh, really? So yeah. she preferred the dog to the husband. <laughs> well, the dog gives you unconditional love and probably doesn't smell as much as the husband. Uh. I don't know. But. Well, what do you do in these kind of situations? Well, it depends totally on uh, whether the dog is a one-person dog, uh, and that makes a problem for the individuals. Um, and we choose our dogs to some extent because of our personality or the kind of dog you like reveals your personality so uh, and then when we pick our mate we want the opposite um, in personality for example a very intellectual person would would um, see somebody who is just very comfortable in a social situation and uh, envy that person and then feels that if he 
was able to have that person his, uh, that he would be able to be acceptable in social uh, situations. And she, uh, always wanting an intellectual or wished that she was an intellectual, feels the same way. So uh, they mate. Uh, but the kind of dog you like also reveals your personality. Oh, really? So, Yes, and sporting breeds such as pointers and retrievers and setters are chosen by hardworking, conservative, ambitious, loyal, virtuous people. And Airedales and miniature schnauzers appeal to optimistic, friendly, fun-loving people who like to party. And I was interested to know whether or not the truth, I've heard forever, whether uh, pups resemble their owners. And they finally, they finally have done a very careful study at the University of California, uh, and it was uh, published in a psychological journal. And what they found was that um, they, they photographed dogs and their owners uh, and gathered information about the breeds and how long owners and pets had been together. And then they asked a large number of students to try to match the people to the dogs. And the students were able to match dogs to their owners, but only when the dogs were purebred. Because they found that when people pick a pet, they want one that at some level resembles them. And when they get a purebred, they get what they want. But uh -huh. a non-purebred puppy, you can't tell what it's going to look like when it's, when it's full grown. So the resemblance is not as predictable as if you have a pure, purebred. So I've finally put that worry in my mind to bed. Wow. Uh, well, you know, you know how they say if spouses live together for a while, they start to resemble each other. Yes, and apparently they thought that maybe that was true of dogs, but it's not true of dogs because the food is not the same uh, <laughs> as you have with, the, with husband and wife. But the whole question of, of pets and how they relate to, to couples is a difficult one because uh, there are a number of situations, so many, that there are actually lawyers who specialize in this. When a couple is living together or married and they break up uh, and they don't have children, uh, they fight bitterly if they both love the dog and they fight bitterly and go to court mm -hmm. in, uh, over the dog. So there, there's enough of that that they're literally uh, lawyers who specialize in, uh, in, in uh, what happens in court uh, when the two of you can't divide the dog in half. So is there a way for compromise if one person's a cat person and the other person is a dog person? Well, you can get a cat and a dog uh, that get along with one another. I've known many such situations. Not if it's... <laughs> I was once uh, at a luncheon and the lady across me uh, the tears were running down her cheeks, and I said, "Why is she? Why are you crying?" And she said, "She had a little um, bird uh, that was a pet, uh, a quail, and it, uh, it <clears throat> had a name, and it it, uh, it fed, and it fed with her dog. The the two were very very friendly, mm -hmm. and um, and she was very pleased to have them both eating out of the same bowl. This, <laughs> uh, and then, unfortunately, the bird met up with a." another kind another dog and that was the end of it for the bird mm. well, it was probably very trusting thinking it was going to get the same it was reaction be fine. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, another thing that i uh, found um not me personally but found in the research in the research is that animals have friends they like to have friends pets really? of their own cats too cats too they like they they actually have friends uh that they feel close to uh and uh 
and, and take care of and, and, and under certain circumstances. Well, our cat told us that uh, he wanted to have another cat. He wanted a pet, so we got our cat a, a little pet, a little kitten. And then a goldfish. <laughs> and a goldfish. And then a BMW. And a goldfish. Yes. <laughs> Judy, how did your cat let you know that you... that? Uh, he or, was a female cat, male cat? He was a male cat. Male cat. How did he let you know that he wanted a, a friend? Well, he told me he wanted a pet because he doesn't think he is a pet. He ah, thinks he's, he's a child. He's part of the family. He's part of the family, and he uh, decided it was time that we got a pet. <laughs> Are there people that go over the edge loving their animals too much? They're, for instance, I call my uh, cats my children. I do treat them very much like children. Uh, some people look at me a little weird. But the cats don't think you're weird. They have trained you. Yes, they have. <laughs> Is it okay for me to love my animals this much? <laughs> I, think the, I think people are looking at you weird anyway, Bob. I don't think it's the animal thing. i got to say, there's a lot of parallels and similarities between human psychology and animal psychology, huh? Yes, but I'm afraid I'm, I'm not in the same uh, ballpark with pet psychics. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty easy to psychic a dog or a cat when they can't say no, that isn't When they can't deny it, huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have any pets at home? Yes, we had a little doggy. I sent my daughter and uh, husband out to buy a, uh, a little animal, and they came home with the sickest dog you ever saw. It was a little cocker spaniel. And my daughter said, the other dogs don't need me, Mommy. This dog needs me. Oh. And this dog was sick for every one of the 18 years that it <laughs> lived. <laughs> and I gave so many speeches to a veterinarian groups for free to get care for this dog. <laughs> and finally, uh, uh, one of the veterinarian magazines had a little uh, article which said, we should have listened to Dr. Brothers Ten years ago, because I was talking about the fact that you needed not only to take care of the animal, but you needed to pay attention to the owner, because the cost of keeping a dog or a cat well would grow and grow and grow, because there'd be so many things that could be done uh, for animals. And there is. There are so many things that... And you can spend a bundle at the uh, veterinarians. Oh, yes. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. Dr. Joyce Brothers it's on Animal Radio a, Network. It's always a pleasure to talk to you, Hal. Thank, thank you. you. Bye. 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 You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beefalicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-S. Kempton Hotels, the very first hotel company to welcome pets, goes beyond just allowing them to stay. Their Kempton Pets program includes pet-friendly perks like plush beds, bowls, treats, with services such as dog walking and pet sitting. Kempton has no restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal and charges zero fees or deposits for pets to stay. So when you travel with your pet to New York, Chicago, Los Angeles, or other major U.S. cities, stay at Kempton Hotels. Find us on Facebook or KemptonHotels.com. Hi, this is Iron Chef Kat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. It's toll-free to Animal Radio, 1-866-405-8405. 
405. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Stella and Chewy's Natural Goodness for Dogs and Cats, made with raw USDA-inspected meats. They're raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. The official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. Learn more at the website at StellaAndChewy's.com. And we have Lynn on the phone for animal communicator Joy Turner. Welcome to the show, Lynn. Well, thank you very much. I love your show. Thank you. Uh, I have a really strange question. Uh, my son has a Jack Russell Terrier named Speedy and a Black Lab named Jake. Well, they have okay. been attacked two times recently by neighbors' dogs that have run loose to pit bulls. And we're kind of curious. Uh, the neighbor says that Jake is the one that attacked Speedy. We had to euthanize him. He was torn up pretty bad. But it's just, un- I don't, that's why I think it's a strange question. Uh, we think the pit bulls did it. Is there any way you can help me with that? I mean, uh, uh- Okay, so Petey's the, uh, the one lab. that's passed on. Right. Okay. Um, uh, well, both of those boys are together in my head, and they are saying, that woman is so full of um, uh-huh. Petey says he's never done anything to those dogs, and Jake says right. his presence upsets those dogs. He doesn't know mm-hmm. what it is about him that upsets those two pit bulls, but if he's just around them, he upsets them. So uh-huh. it could be that Jake thinks, and he does, he thinks he's a pretty great dog. Jake is and, a great dog. He really and, is. Yeah, and sometimes other dogs, especially if they tend to be maybe not so great themselves, take exception. It's kind of like if you have a human that is really insecure and then someone that's very secure mm-hmm. comes around, that human that's insecure right. wants to kind of fight with the other humans. So mm-hmm. same thing here with those dogs. Um Jake wants you to please tell their person that he is so, so devastated and so sorry that it was his fault. He sees it as his fault that Petey passed uh-huh. because because he's the one that they take exception to. Yes, they've attacked him twice. And Petey has pretty much tried to uh, get in there. Of course, he wasn't big, to, big enough to do anything against the pit bulls, but we're just thinking that the pit bulls are really the one that you know tore Petey up well according to according to both of your dogs that is true it is actually jake is not the aggressor he is just an energy that they apparently don't like yeah it's sad they don't keep them up though <laughs> yes it is yeah well and that that kind of puts a light on it Petey says to ask his lady, please not to be too sorry. There wasn't anything she could have done because he did see himself as being as big as these pit bulls. I mean, to him, it's like, I'm going to get in there and just shred everything. Oh, yeah. Um, he had an attitude of a, a big dog. He was always aggressive. Yeah, and his body was okay. just too small. I hope that helps you. Oh, yes, tremendously. Thank you so much. Thanks for your call, Lynn. 1-866-405-8405. That is toll free to our dream team, Dr. Debbie our veterinarian, Vladi the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard, Joey Volani the Dog Father and Animal Communicator, Joy Turner. Animal Radio is brought to you by... New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. A British woman was trapped for an hour with her hand stuck in her dog's mouth. It all started when her boxer, playing in the backyard, somehow got a fishing hook stuck in his mouth. 
Owner Vicki Morrill frantically tried to remove the hook, but ended up getting hooked to her dog. She was able to dial the phone with her free hand, and a fire crew and paramedics arrived and were able to separate the two. Both will be okay, although Vicky's hand was injured so badly she'll need a skin graft. Hopefully her dog will stick to Frisbees in the future. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets, it's Animal Radio. one 405 8405 And if you miss any part of today's show, don't forget you can get the Animal Radio app for iPhone and Android over at uh, your respective iPhone and Android stores. Uh, I guess it would be the App Store for iPhones. And don't forget on Facebook, if you sign up and uh, like us on Facebook this week, we're giving away prizes every single day this week at Facebook at Animal Radio. And, of course, our tweet, get tweeted to death. All the recalls, whatever important information you can use via Twitter and Animal Radio. All good ways to get in touch with us. Uh, we'll head back to the phones in just a couple of seconds. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. If you think your pet's cute, and of course you do, it's just a cute little boy, girl. So enter the Kimpton Hotels Paparazzi Pet Photo Contest. You'll win the ultimate pet hospitality re- weekend for two. Airfare for two on JetBlue. Plus you and the animal. Three-night stay at your choice of Kimpton Hotels, the pet-friendliest hotels across America in cities like San Fran, New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Dallas. Uh, be sure to enter before May 31st. The deadline's coming up. If I won that trip, I would probably go to, I don't know, how about... Denver. I have friends in Denver. There's a Kimpton Hotel in Denver, the Hotel Monaco, where pets are treated like royalty. It's raining cats and dogs. Hotel Monaco Denver is just one of over 50 Kimpton hotels that are 100% pet friendly. Find out more about Kimpton and their Kimpton Pets program by calling 1-888-KIMPTON. K-I-M-P-T-O-N. And we go to Joe. Hey, Joe. Where are you going with that gun in your hand? Oh, boy. (laughs) Hey, Joe. How are you? Doing all right. Good, good, good. Regarding about the guns, you know, I have a big gun for you as far as solutions. So, <laughs> yeah, tell me, please, what is the your problem is? Just don't give me life stories, okay? Just straight to the point. How can uh, I stop my dog? I have a two-and-a-half-month-old chihuahua, female puppy. <laughs> what happened today? Old chihuahua's coming in. <laughs> Go ahead. I want trainer to use a cat litter box in my truck uh-huh. and I was just wondering where do we start okay so you would like to housebreak your little chihuahua that's what you're calling me about right but to use a cat litter right right does it work well at this point she hasn't really got anywhere near it she's been using her little puppy pads yeah and you know why because you need, they need to step up in order okay. to go into this and uh Dogs, in general, chihuahuas, uh, in particular, they are very sensitive to any changes. They, they, they will not make that step. My advice would be not try to force your chihuahua to go in that litter box. 
Okay. I would rather use maybe synthetic grass piece of it. You can put very safe. There are some products, you know, you can even buy from the pet store. It's special, like a synthetic grass tray. But make sure if you get that one, it's got to be very low profile. It's okay. The smaller, the, the, the thinner, the better. You can even ha- go to the Home Depot and get, uh, you know, sin- uh, real grass, like a piece of it, and just put it temporarily somewhere, uh, you know, in your truck. Um, in the corner. But the key is to these things is simple. Or you supervise or you confine. Or supervise or confine. When you take the dog outside, if you want to have, first of all, pee in this particular uh, petting, um, or what you need to do, you need to take first that petting outside when you take some break and bring her to this petting, basically put this petting on top of the grass or maybe cement cement flooring and bring the chores, say, go to the party, go party, go party, go party. Well, she may say, no, I'm not going to go party here. So you have no other choice. You, right. you will need to put her back in the little crate and drive to the next stop. And after that, you will ask her to do it again, unless she does it. Another kind of, I'm not sure how big your truck is, but I try to be very creative. You know, and sometimes I say the smart things, so this is going to be one of them. I would also maybe get little, very little foldable playpen. And okay. I'm going to put... That playpen in the back of your truck, not in the back, I mean the back seat behind you, where you're sleeping. And uh, I would put that uh, piece of the grass, if you don't want to continue peeing the pee pads, which I would think that's not a good idea because you want to transfer it gradually to outside, which is the grass, unless you live in California or, you know, Arizona where there's no grass almost. Um so I would I would put two thirds of that space with this uh, synthetic grass, and uh, the rest of the the rest of the place will take her crate maybe and some her bowl a dish bowl and toys and she has no other choice she will start to pee in that area. Once she start to pee in that grass area, you can shift it, shift it like make it smaller, smaller, and gradually transfer it. After that, you can put that stuff outdoors that piece of the grass and she because once she peed she will set that sand and after she will wants to repeat the same behavior you can transfer outside but that's the key is you got to be consistent you should she should not make accidents or confine her or if you don't want to confine her you can create that little play pin and she will train on her own this is another option okay hi okay my friend and uh, i i will truck drivers my best, best listeners. I love you guys. You never let me down. You never yell at me. You never tell me how bad I am, what I say is supposed to, what it not. So I just love you. All right. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Bye. Bye now. one 405 8405 You got to love the truck drivers. Definitely. They make America work. And I know how much you love America. Yes, I do. This is Animal Radio, baby. It is absolutely beautiful outside. I hope it's as beautiful where you are today. 
a good day to take your dog out after the show, of course. And if you have a cat, they love to get outside, too. We let one of our cats actually roam free outside. for Kind of super Within the yard. We don't let them leave the yard. And he knows not to leave the yard. But most cats aren't like that, you know. Mika, Mika, don't listen to what he just said. Yeah, because Mika will go chasing after. And you know what? That's a valid concern. You don't want any dogs chasing after your cats, but you want your cat to be able to hang outside. And that's why Cats on Deck is the great solution. We have Jim Montgomery, founder of Cats on Deck, with us. Hi, Jim. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Al, how are you? Doing very well. Of course, you guys make those outdoor, I don't want to just say they're containers or anything like that, because they're really so much more than containment systems. They're lifestyle enrichment. Can I say that? Yeah, you sure Wow, can. I love it. They are. Explain to the listeners what they are and how easy they are to set up. They are kind of like a Lego set up in terms of putting panels together, snapping panels together, and you build an enclosure, uh, different size, varied size and configuration. Mm. We paid a lot of attention to uh, what goes on inside the enclosure, and we have uh, large shelving, and we have all um, cat's meow lofts, which sit on top of the enclosure, because cats are vertical, they like to go up high. And we have ramps, and uh, they can get up into the uh, loft and sit up there and watch their domain and uh, make sure everything's going all right. Can it be used for, for little dogs? Because the problem in California and Arizona and Texas, we don't have a big backyards, right. but we have a big balconies. Can it be used for that purposes? Yeah, well, that's how we got the name. We started off with focusing on decks or balconies. So that's mm-hmm. cats on deck. That's how the name was born. But, uh, you know, of course, now people use them in their yards. We have huge enclosures. We have enclosures that will fit pretty much any type of deck or balcony. We have one that's called the Tower of Meows, which is <laughs> 31 by 31 inches uh square on a footprint, but it goes up uh, 93 inches, for example, and it has levels all the way up. But my concern is, I know there's a lot of containments out there and everything that'll keep your cat in. My concern is, how do I keep other animals from getting inside to Keep the cat. element out. Yes. Right. Well, that's, I mean, it's easy to contain a cat, relatively easy anyway, but uh, we focus on uh, protecting them, and uh, we use a 14-gauge steel wire. You can change the size of these things and the configuration because it is like Legos. You have what's kind of a patented system called Instaclamps. Right. And the, uh, well, it's pat- still patent pending. It takes a while to get it turned into a patent. Yeah, well, that's government for you. Right. Yeah, you can, uh, you snap it together, it goes up uh, quite fast. It's uh, incredibly sturdy once you get it all together. The way it's been designed it, it structurally is very, very strong. Uh, the beauty of it is you've made an investment, so if you move, you get to take the investment with you, whereas if you build something, typically it's a one-shot deal. And it's made in the USA. That's right. <laughs> Hang the drums. <laughs> Hard to believe in this day and age. you got to love that. Yeah. You can learn more over at the website, www.catsondeck.com. Catsondeck.com. Summer is almost here. Let's get all the animals outside enjoying the fresh air. Catsondeck.com so your cats can enjoy the outside and be enriched at the same time. Jim, thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thank you very much. Talk to you later, Al. Vinny Penn, party animal, coming at you with another party animal installment. I've got two words for you, two words that women cannot resist. Vinny Penn. <laughs> they can resist that, believe me. Those words are the litter. If a girl hears that someone, a co-worker, someone has a cat, and the cat just had, had a bunch of kittens, and there's a litter, 
or a dog had a bunch of puppies and there's a litter. They get magical. The litter? Are, are they all claimed? Are they all... T- I mean, I have seven animals of my own in an apartment that doesn't allow animals, but you just said the words, the litter. If there were nine kittens, they'll immediately think, are eight of them one color, but the ninth another color? Because the one that is a different color than all the others, that's the one that I want. What is it about the words, the litter, that light women... It lights them up more than... Donuts in the coffee room at work. Donuts in the conference room does nothing to the working woman as much as the words, the litter. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Judy Francis is screening your calls at 1-866-405-8405. I'm Hal Abrams. Good afternoon. Victoria Jackson. Remember her from Saturday Night Live, a little bombshell, a little blondie. Now she'll be joining us. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard with those most vexing dog issues. Dog father Joey Volani helping you groom your animal. And animal communicator Joy Turner bridging that gap. And Stacy Cohen working hard in the newsroom. We know dog owners do plenty of pampering, but now you may have a new uh, specialty treat option right near you. There's a handful of new businesses that are going after the pampered pet set with gourmet snacks, frozen desserts, even vending machines for dogs. I'll tell you about all these great treats coming up on Animal Radio News. Hey, Steve, how are you doing? Awful. Oh. What about me? What, what's going on with you and your dog? Okay. I have... Uh, three old English bulldogs that I just purchased, and when you go to pet them, you gotta you get like a oily film on your hands from them. Is this normal? If not, how can I correct this? Well, it's it's not normal, Steve, um, for you to get anything. I mean, the coat should be soft and silky, but you shouldn't get a film. Um, I don't think this is so much a grooming question as maybe a veterinarian question where it could be, um, it either could be the food that the dogs are eating or it also could be, um, you know, just a general, a, a general skin problem that we see a lot. Now, a lot of times groomers treat it, they'll treat it with specialty shampoos that are um, prescribed by the veterinarian. But what you want to try first is, and, and and it's it's actually a human product. It's Neutrogena, and it's a um, mm-hmm. it's a residue remover. You can get it in any drugstore. It's, it's um comes in a um small clear um some package, and um it's Neutrogena buildup remover. Put that on. Now what that's going to do is going to help dry the coat out. That may work if um if if the um. If it just needs to be cleaned up once, and then it should not come back after that. If it does, it could be nutritional or it could be some underlining problem. um, A lot of times it's easy to clear up, and other times it could be a nightmare. So um, hopefully this is one of those easy fixes that you could just do with the shampoo and, um, and, and, and walk away. Now, if these guys are bulldogs, bulldogs are prone to all sorts of skin disease. So uh, tell me about how they're feeling. Are they scratching? Are they itching, chewing, doing any of that kind of stuff? No. Okay. No, they're, what kind of... They seem pretty normal dogs, happy. Uh, okay. Uh, they got the runs in their furs, oily. Okay. And what kind of food are you uh, feeding? And my, and my, I forgot to tell you that my I, I talked to my wife just a couple minutes ago. She said they smell. They got a smell to them. Okay. All right. Well, and what kind of diet did you say they're eating? Uh, just dry dog food. Uh, well, there's a lot I, of different I, dry I, dog I, foods. <laughs> 
one thing I would certainly address is looking at the diet because um, a good quality diet versus a crappy diet can make a big difference in things like hair coat quality and um, how much oils, um, just the overall health condition in your pet. That can also translate to stool consistencies as well, as well as how well they gain um, and use their energy. So um, that would be one big thing. And I'd look for making sure we're on a good quality diet. If you go down to um, the local uh, discount shopping store and that's where you buy your pet food, I'm going to say that's probably not the best diet you could choose. Um, but that's a whole other conversation. So when, when I do have dogs that are smelly, that are stinky, the number one thing I want to do is I want to get my hands on their skin um, because there's generally something going on there. Now, if we're seeing some greasiness, some oiliness on the hair coat, um, that's great. That's something that I can work with. And I generally will make some slides of that and look under the microscope. I want to know what's going on on your doggy skin surface we can see all sorts of things. We can see yeast. There can be bacterial infections. Um, and there can even be things like skin mites that create both an odor and a greasiness. And there's all those different things can cause that. So it's not just one that I'd say I'd zero in on. Um, but that's where getting that uh, veterinarian to get a good eyeball and maybe a, a, you know, a finger on the skin and to get some samples of that would be very important. From there, I want to rule out things like mites, which are microscopic parasites. I want to look at allergies. I want to look at those other types of infections on the skin. If we're, if we're dealing with those things, um, then I might look at some other things that we can use shampoo-wise. Um, if we have greasy hair coat or what we call seborrhea, I look for medicated shampoos that break up the oils um, that are keratolytic. Um, so those might be benzoyl peroxide shampoos. They might be some that contain uh, sulfur and salicylic acid. So there's different products out there, and there's not going to be a probably an easy thing I can tell you over the phone that would be a simple solution. But I think the solution will start with getting that, those babies to the veterinarian so that we could get some um, idea what other issues we've got going on. Because I'll tell you, most of my bulldog clients... We're, they're regulars because these creatures have a lot of skin disease. All those folds are just little pockets where bacteria and yeast like to hide out. Uh, they're very prone yeah. to allergies, food allergies, all of that. So um, you got your work cut out for you, and, and I would just make sure well, that you're prepared. My wife, uh, she's taken on wanting to be a breeder, and and she's a registered nurse, so she's. She's got got a you know has an eye for watching out for this uh, the out of the ordinary. That's great that she's she's very observant. Um, but you know this is something you will need a veterinarian to work with her and yeah. with you to make sure that we're not treating her treating those babies like people because they're very different. Um, I, I don't uh, I don't try to play nursing to myself. Uh, well, I lie. I kind of do a little bit here and there, but I, I always get myself put yeah. in check when I go to the doctor and they tell me I've been doing something wrong. So, um, so, but uh, yeah, that's a, a daunting task breeding bulldogs so yeah make sure you do uh, get some veterinary help with that thank you for your call there steve and good luck with those babies what is that in your hand you got from wall today is that that's one of those brushes now i don't know my brushes very well but is it a slicker brush or a pin brush no this is a slicker brush see the pin brush the difference is has has the real long metal pins this has short little curved pins and um this is pretty cool. I like the orange and white. Um, you know, um, I guess it's a staple of wall because I think a lot of their products are orange and white. But this brush is, is, is really, really comfortable. It has a nice grip on it. The other thing I like, and I mean, you can, um, you know, feel it. It's, it's, it's soft. The pins are soft, but in the opposite direction, they really, they really grab. And the good thing, 
thing about that is, is you, when you brush, you're not going to, you know, irritate the skin as much because it's soft, but it's going to pull what it needs to pull. And you just got to do it real lightly. It's, um, it's, it's actually a nice professional grade brush. I got to be honest with you. This is made probably the most professional grade brushes I'm looking at because a lot of times with, with, um, I'm not going to mention a name, but it's a top notch professional brush and, the pins end up, the whole center ends up coming out on you, and this is in there really good. I've I've actually put this one through the test, as you could see. Now, what would you and use uh, that one for, like tangles or what? This is great on tangles, and that's exactly what it's designed for, because you got minimal amount of effort that you have to put in for it to grab, because the bristles are curved. So what it's going to do, if you just brush it lightly, it's going to grab the coat, grab what it needs, and it pulls it out little by little by little. Like if you had a braided rope, like like a um, you know hemp rope, and you just work this on it, what it would do, it would actually pull out the braid little by little. So pitch it up being a knot. So little by little, you're going to remove the tangle so sometimes even the worst tangles could come out if you just took your time and this brush is actually going to make it nice and easy for you hey let's try it on vladi on his back let's uh because he's a pretty hairy back <laughs> as a matter of fact i love this brush and it's cheap it's affordable and it's effective it's comparable to most expensive uh you know the brushes which we're not supposed to say on the radio well let's give one of these away we want to give it to a shelter somebody that's adopting an animal out because we want those animals to look great so they get adopted. If you work at a shelter or you adopt animals, give us a call right now at 1-866-405-8405 and we'll give you one large slicker brush from our friends at Wall. Warm weather is here and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a wall clipper. Visit wall, W-A-H-L, pet.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Vetricin, a one-step wound and infection spray that works naturally with your animal's immune system to aid in the healing process. Vetricin reduces recovery time by up to 60% on hot spots, cuts, scratches, and even rashes. Vetricin is non-toxic and will not sting and is safe for puppies and kittens. This safe, easy-to-apply product makes caring for your pet's wounds or infections easy. For more information, go to Vetricin.com. That's V-E-T. E-R-I-C-Y-N dot com. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. This is Animal Radio.
<laughs> Jimi Hendrix, big animal lover. Not a lot of people know this. He used to give his animals LSD. He would put LSD in their eyes, and they would trip together. Who did? Yeah, I know, a horrible no. thing. But Jimmy, Jimi Hendrix? Jimi Hendrix, Spreading yeah. rumors. I'm just spreading rumors. No, I'm not spreading rumors. I would never do that. He can't even defend himself. <laughs> okay, let's see. one 405 for any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, is back. Dog father Joey Volani and animal communicator Joy Turner all here at your beck and call. Are you loud, again loud. about breathing, smelling, and uh, You're breathing you know, loud. You breathe loud. Mm. I feel like I've got like some kind of molester on the phone who's breathing to me or something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's not me. Maybe it's me. I, that could be. I do have bat ears and a bionic nose, so hey. <laughs> Maybe it's Mika. Oh, okay. Maybe it is. You, Doctor Davey, is very sensitive to the uh, to the smell, to the sens- different sensations. You're probably a very sexy lady. <laughs> hey, this is a, a well, is it a G-rated show? I don't know. PG, <laughs> PG thirteen. <laughs> I don't know anymore. <laughs> this portion of Animal Radio. Is brought to you by Vetresin One Step Wound and Infection Spray for hot spots, cuts, scratches, even rashes. You can reduce your pet's recovery time up to 60% with Vetresin. For more information, go to Vetresin.com. That's V-E-T-E-R-I-C-Y-N.com. And let's head back on over to the phones. This is for Vlade. I believe we have Helen on the phone. Hi, Helen. Hi. How do you do? Doing well. Hi, Helen. Are you the trainer that was on the radio this morning? Yes, I was the trainer who was on the radio this morning. Yeah, you have an accent, so I think you're the. Where you? Where were you calling from? You're on the station. Where Where are you from? You're asking me any questions. Are you working for CIA? <laughs> Helen, oh, no, how no, can... I was just curious your accent. But anyway, I heard you speaking to. Um, I believe it was a woman on the phone. Sure. Um, uh, about uh, the dog poop and something you mentioned about a um, coyote rock with coyote urine inside, and then you told yes. her to take the. You were telling uh-huh. her how to train the dog, take it outside, the dog okay. poop, and then bring it in, put it in a crate. Uh-huh. Now that's my concern. Why does she need to have it in a crate in the house? Uh, because if the dog is not in the crate, she's going to pee and poop uh, in your house. And dogs are creature habits. And well, why dandri- does she have? Why? Do, now, this is my concern. It's mm-hmm. against the law to tie up a dog for two hours, and I know that for a fact. Tied I, out? Huh? Did I say no? I said put in the crate. I didn't no, say no, no, tied no, 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 no. Listen to me. It's against okay. the law to tie up a dog longer than two hours. But, where? But, huh? Where? What do you mean, where? Okay, can I jump in here, Vlade? Because sure. there are a lot of um, different um, communities that have anti-tethering laws. So you don't want the f- mental frustration of tying a dog to a stake in the yard and making them live in that situation. Uh, and, so and, and, and who, I, I got it. But, but who, who said you have to tie the dog down? I, I don't ever suggest this type of a thing. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say it. No, you got to listen to me first like I okay. listen to you, okay? Okay. okay. Uh, uh, w- this, this was my concern. Concern. Okay, I had a neighbor that tied the dog when we fir- when they first moved in. These were renters. They tied a dog up, and day and night it was jumping on. All the dogs would come to my house, and I and, and, and I 
I tell my husband, all the dogs come to our house, the loose dogs, the ones that are being abused that I didn't know, they all come to my house. I guess I knew I care, and I had my Siberian Huskies, you know. But anyway, the question is, okay, it's against the law to tie up a dog longer than two hours. So this is what I'm concerned about. I live in Riverside, and I know people, they have like five, six, seven, eight, up, up to ten crates in their house, no water, and I've been in their house, no water, no food, until they come back when they're good and ready, and all of a sudden, I come in, and I say, well, why are they in their crates? Well, because so they don't do their mess in the house. I go, why don't you have a doggy door so they could go in and out, and when they go out, they're in a gated area where they could be free to go in and out. That train them that way instead of imprisoning them in a crate because that's even worse than tying them up for, for longer than two hours. No, no, no. I respectfully disagree with, you, with this. And, of course, I'm not suggesting, I never suggest to put this the dog a, in the crate. This is a small travel crate that you would take on a plane, you know, carry-on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what the, they're, they're putting dogs in in the house. Sure. And that is abuse. To me, that's abuse. Yes, anything, anything, if it's for the hours which you're describing, this is the wrong. This is not what's uh, being suggested to the person. And what was suggested to the person, look, you will never be able to fix the things if you never witness when it's happening. If the dog goes back and forth on its own, so you better off just uh, put the dog in the backyard or create some type of the playpen in the backyard and let the dog house break on its own, if that's yes, what you want. Yes, yes. yes. But, that's what you want. But, but imprisoning them, that's like being at the Humane Society. And I've witnessed those stupid. I don't like to give to Humane Societies because I've seen, I've known managers, neighbors that were managers, mm-hmm. owners of Humane Societies, and all the money goes into making it larger, nicer offices and everything. And while sure. the employees and them are getting sticks and rattling the cage, you know, in the cages, I witness mistreating. And then they say, well, you don't say nothing otherwise. I see. What I see. What, you know, what is your name again? What is your name? Helen Wright. I oh, love me. animals and I protect people and sure. animals. And sure. I, 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 and I make a lot of anonymous calls. I mean. No, 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 no. I, I very, I very, I, I got it. I got it. You, you had a very bad experience, which I solely very suggest. Bad experience. Yes. Everywhere I, I go, it's like God. Exactly. I mean, exactly. But look. But look. Exactly. 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 It should be told they should not leave them in a small crate in the house. That's imprisoning them. That's like having. No, no, no. You can't leave them. Society. It's, it's all about reasoning. If you keep your dog for. Up to two, three hours when you when you cannot supervise, it's nothing wrong about this, okay? Well, you because know what? I think it is because you know what? If you're worried about your keeping your house clean, then you shouldn't have a dog in your house. Then well, you th- this is the this is the difference in opinion. But you know, I, I know. I know it's all about money, okay? The radio station, everybody. This world is all about money, okay? No, no, this is about not the money. This is about resolving issues because if the dog will be continue peeing in your home, he's going to be euthanized eventually because he will be kicked out of the house. He will be in the shelter, in the humane society, and finally euthanized. We need to take the balanced approach. We need to take a common sense approach. Extremes are harmful to the left or to the right, and solution is between. But look, thank you so much for calling us. That's why I don't want to report them anymore. 
anymore because I don't want him to go to the shelter. Yeah, I know. I know. You are a very hard-bleeding person. Look, if I could hug you, I would. But trust me on that. If you do it properly, professionally, under supervision of professional, and if you're home when you, uh, you know, you are, you are confined the dog, it, it's maybe it can be even playpen. It doesn't need to be the crate. Uh, it could be, you know, different environment. But you gotta supervise your dog. If you cannot supervise, he needs to be, he needs to be confined and uh, not for the long time. Uh, if you leaving the house for many hours, have a pet sitter who will come in and helping you out with this process. Take well, the dog I, for a walk. Yeah. That's how I was suggested. But thank you so much for calling. I understand your concern and it's very legitimate concern. Thank you. The one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team right now. He was very diplomatic. I would not. All those violin players only can mean one thing, ladies and gentlemen. The dog father, Joey Volani, brought to you by Wall. Dogs are one of the most intelligent animals. We know that. It's no wonder that Wall Clippers are the number one choices of dogs and their owners. Wall Blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving cash. Visit Wall at WAHLPet.com. And uh, what do we have to look forward to here today? Sir, let's all bow. Can we all bow? For Joey Villani, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. How I think you need to bow a little I bit lower next time, but that's okay. Can't get up. <laughs> we are going to talk about hydration of the coat. And it's something that's so easy because a lot of people, their dogs are dry, their coats are brittle, and they buy all kinds of sprays and products. And sprays and products, there's a lot of them that work great. There's a lot of quick fixes. But there's something that's very, very inexpensive that works well. When when you're dehydrated, what do you do, Hal? I, I usually go get a beverage, a beer, uh, you know, vodka, whatever. Oh, come on. You've you got to do a little better than that. I mean, how about how about good old H2O? Oh, okay? yes, of course, water. That's what I meant okay. to say. You know, I sat down last week, and um, when I was um, doing I was doing the show Intergroom, and I sat down with, with one of my um, mentors, um, Sam Cole. Sam Cole was um, the person who originated the New York School of Dog Grooming. He was mm. one of four schools in the, in, in the world at the time, and he's still real active. But, you know, we were sitting down, and we were talking about all these hydrating sprays, and he actually um, showed a, a, a lot of curly coats. And um, the best thing to use, if you get some distilled water, and, and make sure it's distilled water because the chemicals in the tap water or even in the spring water, the minerals, sometimes doesn't always agree with the coats. And sometimes can even change the color of a coat. If, if, if water has a lot of minerals in it, it can change the color. And sometimes on a white dog, you give it an orange or even a blue, a, a bluish tint to it when it's in the sun. All you have to do is put a little bit in a spray bottle. Spray the coat lightly and work it in. Now, we've got to add moisture. What's better than um, putting water in the coat? And what that's going to do is that's going to get in the coat. Most coats that are dry... Basically, what it is is they are they are wide open. What that means, it's like dry. It's it's almost as if um, you had something without a cover on top of it. So mm-hmm. everything is going to be absorbed into the coat itself. So what you need to do is you need to nourish the outer layer, which will protect the inner layer. And the importance of that is this: when it's not nourished, anything can be absorbed into the coat, including dirt. And that's when you start losing your color. By adding water to the coat lightly and working it in, you gotta work it in. You can't just let it spray it and let it sit on it. You gotta work it into the coat. You gotta stimulate it. What it's going to do is gonna help heal the outer layer of the coat and protect the marrow. 
And what that's going to do is it's going to um, make it shine better. It's going to make it lie down more. It's going to make it smoother. It's not going to make it as coarse. So by doing that, you're going to get optimally a better, better look feel and you're going to keep the color and all it is is water how water in a brush gotta love that stuff that. water and it's water. free good stuff <laughs> distilled water so it's not free unless you got a distiller so distilled water and i'm going to stress that distilled water distilled, distilled water <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Joey Volani on Animal Radio. All of his tips over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Thanks, Sam, for giving me the great tip for this week. Here's a big sloppy kiss for you, Sam. Get help with large vet bills. Find pet insurance with great coverage from less than $1 a day at ProtectYourBubble.com. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, we know dog owners do plenty of pampering, but now you may have a few new specialty treat options right near you. There's a handful of new businesses that are going after the pampered pet set with gourmet snacks, frozen desserts, even vending machines for dogs. Let's start with dessert, because that's my favorite. Doggy ice cream truck. We've got a near Pavlovian response to the sound of an ice cream truck's music. Well, your dog can learn what it means, too. Tiki's Doggy Ice Cream Truck. It's run by a uh, owner of a doggy daycare. It's going to be hitting the streets in Maryland just in time for the warm weather. It's about a buck for a small cup of ice cream. They've got flavors like peanut butter, blueberry, and molasses, and it has no dairy in it. Now, if your dog has a refined palate, in Chicago, you might see Fido to go pull up in a park and around the beaches. Well, they've got plans to uh, launch fresh-baked, gluten-free cookies in flavors like beef, venison, and pumpkin. They've got cheese wedges and, of course, every pup's favorite, pup pizza. What else would you get from Chicago? Meanwhile, canine foodies in Florida, they can dine on snacks like Poochie Sushi from the Sit and Stay Pet Cafe food truck. Now, don't tell your dog, but it's really not sushi. just looks like it. And then, of course, a Canadian company has created these dog treat vending machines. It's called Hey Buddy Supplies. They've got everything stocked from food and treats to Frisbees to pickup bags because you never know what you'll need when you're out with your pup. All right. Um, here's something you want to think about. You know, have you ever walked your dog and you'd see people that don't pick up after them? Well, man's fresh best friend can be crappy for the environment. 78 million dogs in America collectively produce, ready for this? But you don't know this, 10 million tons of poop each year, enough to fill a line of fully loaded tractor trailers stretching from Seattle to Boston, according to Duty Calls, their Virginia-based pet waste pickup service. Dog waste contains nutrients, bacteria, and parasites that can contaminate water bodies and make people sick. If you leave it on the ground, droppings from about 100 dogs over the course of two or three days, that can generate enough bacteria to close bays and other bodies of water in a 20-mile radius. So the longer dog waste stays on the ground, the more it washes into the water and the environment. Pick up after your dog. That's the bottom line. Okay, this is a, a bizarre story, and I, I think it's very sad, but there's a zoo in the impoverished Gaza Strip where when animals die in the park, they're returned and displayed as stuffed creatures. <laughs> Seriously, they're doing this in Gaza. I, I guess they don't have a government that watches over their zoos. There's no, um, you know, there's no laws over it. So unfortunately, when the do- when the animals die, they come back and they stuff them. So w- they've got 65 live animals, 
and as these monkeys and the and the lions and tigers die, they stuff them and there's flies all over them. But you go in thinking you're going to go see a live tiger and you're you're seeing a, a you know a stuffed one. That's not a pretty sight either. So be grateful that we have the American zoos and we have regulations over them. I just thought that was bizarre. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3? And the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000. Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution. And no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. You're listening to Animal Radio. That's so beautiful. You knew that it hangs because it had a hole there. Because I love it, and I just don't, I don't want it sitting on the counter. Yeah. Hi, Victoria. Hi, is this Hal? Yeah, Victoria Jackson. It sounds like, I don't know what you're, we're trying to figure out what you're doing there. Oh, my mom is here. She's, um, she always fixes my treasures that break. Uh Uh-huh. And, um, there's this dish that, um, Lauren Michaels gave me, and it was broken, and she fixed it. Now, does she have any special technique? Is it super glue, or is it mother saliva, and you understand, does everything? She's amazing. Oh, that's great. That, my mother just left everything. Uh, I'd break it, and that was it. It was in the tray, even before it was broken. Listen, I understand every time you have a child that you, you add a, a new puppy to the house. No, every time I want to get pregnant oh. and my husband says no, I get a puppy. <laughs> okay, how many puppies do we have now? We all only have three. Okay. And I resisted the urge the other times. Well, that's good. What, what are their names? Okay, well, first of all, well, we've had lots of dogs through our, our lives, of course, and cats and everything. Um, unfortunately, our cats were mauled to death by some wild animal. Mm-hmm. And we don't even live in a, a mountain or anything, and uh, I'm suspecting it was stray dog or something. I don't know. Hmm. We have a really quiet neighborhood, and my husband found uh, Lucky on our front step, our cat, mauled to death. And I'm glad I didn't see it. I couldn't have taken that. But anyway... Um, we have. You really thing, brought me down, Victoria. Okay, well, okay. You know what? Edit that out. Throw that in the garbage can. <laughs> that does not exist in a happy world. <laughs> but in the happy, there's lots of happy world, though. Uh, okay, let's talk about happy world. Okay, first we got Buddy, who's looking at me right now, and uh-huh. he's a Yorkie, and he's gorgeous, and he's the perfect dog. Okay. Okay, I wanted to name him Buster, but my daughter was seven, and it was her birthday present, so. She got to name him, and she named him Buddy after Air Bud. Okay, after Air Bud, okay. Oh, yes. She likes basketball. 
And I wanted to be Buster after Edith Ann, um, Lily Tomlin's uh, monologue. Oh, yes. <laughs> I memorized when I was young by the name of Edith Ann. But I have a dog. His name is Buster. Uh, I always kiss him on the lips, but it is not pleasant. But sometimes I'll put mouthwash in his doggy water. It helps. If you love someone, you can kiss them on the lips, and you do not have to wash it off. So I wanted him to be Buster, but she named him Buddy, so he's Buddy. Buddy Buster. Okay, and then who else is there? Actually, she did name him Buddy Buster Blue, so I'd be happy. Oh, well, there you go. Why not give Mom a little, you know? Yeah. You know, she's been so good to me. So is, is Buddy the only one? Buddy is, no, no. Buddy is, uh, let's see, he's five years old in human years, and he is very famous. Um, do you want me to tell you yes, about I him, do. or do you want me to tell you the other one? Uh, tell, tell us about him. Why is he so famous? Okay, well, first of all, he is famous because he was on a television program. Wow. Called, called Romeo on Nickelodeon. Mm. It, it's Little Romeo's show, but it's just called Romeo. And I was the nanny at, for uh, 20 episodes, and we went to Vancouver. I talked to the the director-producer into hiring Buddy. I said, I think my character, the nanny, it would be funny if she showed up at the front door with a dog. You know, pees everywhere. Because, you know, it's funny to me that, you know, you would hire a nanny and she just brings her dog and doesn't even ask permission. It's like bringing your kid to work. Yeah. And so um, he wrote that into the script, and uh, Buddy came with me to Vancouver for five months, and he was an actor dog. He never acted before, and he was so good. I mean, he, like, he would put up with the costumes. They put little costumes on him, like a matador um, costume, and, and, and they made him a bull with horns, <laughs> and they put, like, a cape on him. They, they um dressed him up. What else did they dress him up? Was he sag after? That's what I want to know. He, no. No, didn't have his card. No, I don't know if they have a dog card, but he was so good. And um, don't write this, but Master P, who was in the show, tried to scare him. Really? And I scolded Master P really bad, and I think that might be why I got fired. But don't put that in there. Because no, this is just between you and you. In fact, yeah. I didn't hear that. I don't. Right. I don't even want to know that. I'll tell you that right now. Like Master P acted like he was going to hit him, and I screamed at him. And I said, "How dare you!" I said, "The reason Buddy's a good dog, no one's ever hurt him or scared him. What are you trying to do? I mean, you're six foot five. Are you nuts?" And uh, and then he like looked at me like, "How dare you talk to me? I'm the producer of the show." And then I did my karate kick. I did my a karate kick, and I just missed his head, masterpiece head by like an inch. And I, and I didn't mean to hit him. I was just like goofing around. I said, "Hey, don't mess with my dog." And I did a karate kick. And so then, after twenty episodes, he uh, actually karate chopped me in the neck two times, and it hurt. And I said, "Why did you do that?" And he goes, "I thought you knew karate." <laughs> So he's been holding it in for 20 shows, and uh, that might be why I got let go. I don't know. Maybe it's because the review in the paper said I was the best part of the show, but, you know, that's <laughs> off the record. So so Buddy got let go, too, I take it. I guess it. that's the end of his career, huh? Yeah, yeah. but he didn't want to be an, an actor anyway. So, okay, so we're in the airport, and we're going home, and I'm happy to be going back home. Even though my kids were with me the whole summer, we shot in the summer, so I didn't have to be away from my children. They were with me uh, watching, you know, Buddy and, and brushing him and bathing him so he'd look good on TV. Mm -hmm. And um, in the airport, I was letting him walk on his leash on the moving uh, sidewalk because oh. 
because I, I'm supposed to have him in his little cage, but I knew he was going to be in the airplane for like 12 hours. Uh-huh. So I thought, I'll let him walk around. It's his last chance to be moving his limbs for like a flight sure. to L.A. and then a flight to Miami. Sure. Van- Vancouver, L.A., L.A., Miami. So uh, we're walking along, and when we come to the end of the runway, instead of hopping off of it, his paw got trapped. Oh, in between where the moving walkway ends, oh. that little space, and oh my goodness, uh, he he screamed in pain. I I pulled his foot out. I didn't know what to do, going against the machine, and it, there's blood everywhere, all over me, uh, all over him. This and has was, a good ending, right? Doesn't it? So then, he, like we were screaming in pain, and um, and everyone just stared and walked away from us like we were nuts, and then. Finally, some medics came who helped people who might have a problem, and they said, we don't know what to do. And I go, well, what would you do if it was a human? And they're like, I don't know, you know, wrap something around it. Well, Brave Buddy gets on the plane with no medication and this ripped toe pad and sat there quietly for the whole trip home. We got to Miami. We rushed to the vet who's open all night, and they, you know, gave him painkillers and everything. And he healed, and and he's the perfect dog. We're with Victoria Jackson. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. One more funny thing, buddy. He has um, an eyeball that goes the wrong way. It's it's a wandering eyeball, huh? It's, in, it's endearing. Do you love cleaning the litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Fortunately, you can solve your litter box problems with a free bag of world's best cat litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. For a limited time, you can go hassle-free for free with a mail-in rebate. To get your free bag, visit www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, this is Ed Begley Jr. on Animal Radio. Live simply so that others may simply live. Radio 1-866-405-8405 to connect with our dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, Flying the World Famous Russian Dog Wizard, Dog Father Joey Volani, and Animal Communicator Joy Turner. Uh, Phil Blizzard is joining us. You know, we were talking about Thundershirt the last few hours, and this it's a wonderful little coat that they now have for cats, which is really cool. It coddles you. It makes you feel warm and happy, or at least it makes the dogs feel happy if they have separation anxiety or they're going to the vet or whatever it is, noises, loud noises. Thundershirt has been proven to work very well. Phil, welcome to the show. Uh, good afternoon. What made you invent this? 
Uh, my own dog has a uh, fear of thunder and fireworks. She's about 11 years old now, but she's had this since she was a puppy. And uh, I live in North Carolina, and during nighttime storms, I'd wake up with a 50-pound dog standing on my chest, <laughs> vibrating <laughs> and shaking. And she's miserable. Our family's miserable being kept up. Uh, half the night and we did what most people do you know we, we we took her to the vets we took her to dog trainers tried medications tried different types of training behavior training exercises nothing was working at all uh, then finally uh, someone suggested using gentle pressure to, to apply pressure around the torso of the dog basically a, a snug fitting shirt and it sounded ridiculous to me I'm, I'm an engineer by training I couldn't see why this would possibly work but we tried it one night and it was like flicking a switch uh, uh-huh. her, her shaking went away yeah. uh, she laid down which is something she normally would never do during a storm and she pretty much rested through the storm and we tried it a few more times and, and Thundershirt evolved from there. Yes, I totally agree. I believe that's a great, great solution. I use that one very successfully for everyone and everyone who is listening to us now. They know Vladi tells the truth as it is. It works. Yeah, I have a cat and it's the first cat I've ever had in my life that is actually afraid of thunderstorms. He will run under the bed. Is this common with a lot of cats and does it work the same way on cats? Uh, we're relatively new to the cat market so I don't have all the data yet. Uh, we we conducted a very extensive survey in, in the dog population where we, we surveyed uh, 1,200 dog owners across the country because there really wasn't good data out there about how common these anxiety problems are. So so amongst dogs, uh, yeah, it's 17, 18% of dogs have wow. fear of thunder and fireworks. Uh, we're, we're just starting to learn about the cat world. We're getting ready to do a, a, a large-scale uh, cat population survey in about two to three weeks. Uh, but surprisingly, I, I didn't think it was a big deal with cats either, but the anecdotal stuff that's coming back from our initial customers Customers is actually is somewhat common with cats too. Yeah. And it works the same way on them. Yeah, it's just this gentle, constant pressure around the torso. It's you know, it's a lot like swaddling an infant, or people with autism using uh, pressure to re- release uh, persistent anxiety. So there's some sort of physiological response to this pressure. Some of the anxiety experts we've talked to think it's uh, like an endorphin or an oxytocin that's released that has this calming effect. It's amazing. I know Ladybug uses it, and it's cute because there's a little Ladybug-sized <laughs> one. Uh, all the sizes are available. You can learn more at Thundershirt.com. And, in fact, I'd like to go ahead and give one away right now. If you have an animal that suffers from noise anxiety, separation anxiety, travel anxiety, crating, or just as a, a big barker, you want to give this a try. one 405 8405 Where can we get this? Uh, it's available in, in pet stores across the country now. But also, yeah, the easiest place to learn more about it is, is Thundershirt.com. It's pretty cheap, too. It's like only 40 bucks. That's right, thirty nine ninety five. Good stuff. <laughs> Head on over to the website at thundershirt.com, and we'll link to it from animalradio.com. Phil, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Enjoyed it. More Animal Radio on the way. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people, too. A man going through security at LAX was recently found to have monkeys in his pants. When Robert John Cusack arrived from Indonesia, airport inspectors found 50 orchids in his luggage after four rare birds flew out. They then asked him if he had anything else to tell them, and he reluctantly admitted that he did have some monkeys in his pants. A search revealed that 45-year-old Cusack was hiding a pair of endangered pygmy monkeys in the crotch area of his underpants. Cusack is awaiting trial while the monkeys, happy to be out, have joined the monkey community at the Los Angeles Zoo. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. 
Love your pets, but should anything ever happen to your furry friend, could you really afford it? With pet insurance from ProtectYourBubble.com, you can get up to 90% reimbursement for covered charges. Use any licensed vet and cancel at any time. Let us help you care for your pet with pet insurance that covers accidents and illnesses. Visit ProtectYourBubble.com for a quick quote or call us at 855-792-7387. That's 855-792-7387. Underwritten by United States Fire Insurance Company. Coverage may vary by state. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. This portion of Animal Radio, is it hot in here? This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kitty Agogo, bringing you six attractive litter boxes. In colorful designs with leopard prints and polka dots. They're pretty. We got one in the studio. Especially suited for smaller homes or apartments where traditional litter boxes are an eyesore. Kitty Agogo will add stylish, decorative elements for you and your cat. And it's available at kittyagogo.com. That's kittyagogo.com. Call for Dr. Debbie on line four. No, let's go to line five. Okay, We've we've given line five no attention today. Sean, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good, I understand you want to talk to Dr. Debbie? Yeah, I've got a dog problem. Okay. I've got a Chinese pug. Getting eyesight's getting real bad. I ain't a doctor, but looking at it, it looks like cataracts. Is there anything they can do for that or... Potentially, and I guess the first thing is that when when we have a color change to a dog's eyes and they're starting to turn cloudy and kind of white, a lot of times we just kind of logically think they're cataracts, but it's not always the case. So the first thing that I would do is I would certainly want to take a look at your doggy's eyes um, because we can have cataracts form with age. Sometimes even things like diabetes will cause cataracts. But in some cases, we truly can just get an aging in the lens of a dog's eye, what we call lenticular sclerosis. Um, and it's just an aging change. So it isn't always something that is really severe for their vision. Um, and you can even in some breeds see some corneal disease that makes the eye kind of white. And it's a different area of the eye. So it definitely, I'd say, start with a, a vet exam. Let's take a peek at the eye because that, for me, makes a big difference in what we do. Um, and if we do find that your dog has cataracts, um, there are some things to do. One is, yes, there, there is surgery. We can have those removed. It's generally done with a veterinary ophthalmologist. Um, but even short of removing cataracts, there's a lot we can do medically to help manage that and anytime I have a diagnosis of a cataract, I always always want to do a diabetic screening on that pet. So if you have a dog with cloudy eyes and you haven't had them checked at the vet, that is definitely going to get that those car keys in your hand and get a reason uh, to get that pet checked out. Um, but for some pets with cataracts, with time, um, you know they may adjust. If they lose their vision with that, they can get along okay. But we don't tell people to ignore cataracts because there can be some problems that occur besides the vision loss. And that is what we call lens-induced uveitis. So cataracts leak a type of protein into the eye, and that can cause inflammation, which can cause pain, and can really make a pet very miserable. Um, so if we have cataracts, um, in many cases, I will put a pet on a topical anti-inflammatory to 
keep that in check. Um, keep those pets comfortable and, you know, then monitor their vision. If there's any other problems where the lens slides out of position um, and luxates out, then we may talk more surgery and things like that. Um, but definitely, there are certainly things to do. Now, I am not a fan of those um, supplements that'll say they'll restore vision, remove cataracts. Um, that's just a bit shahooey in my mind. Um, so, uh, so, so don't fall into that. But, uh, so I would definitely say, now, do you see, Sean, your, your doggy having trouble getting around, or you're just noticing the color change? Yeah, sometimes, uh, he's got a chihuahua that he hangs out with, and if the chihuahua ditches off from him, I think he can see him because he's black, you know, and he's easy to see, but if he veers off and goes off on his own, he'll run into stuff, and yeah. I'm concerned about it. Yeah, yeah, I'd say definitely. Let's, let's get these eyes checked out. Now, one, you know, following another pet around, but sometimes we'll do what we call a cotton ball test at home. So if you cover one of your dog's eyes and you throw a cotton ball horizontally in front of their eyes, if they notice it and they watch it going by them, then we still have some vision in that eye. If they're not seeing that, then that's, that's going to be something that we really want to check that pet out, see if we've got advanced cataracts or maybe some other causes of vision loss there. And also Russians came up with the eye drops by name L-carnazine eye drops for cataract. I'm not sure. There is a, some, some research uh, from American side supposedly helping to the pets. Not sure it works or not. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for your call, Sean. I hope that's of some help and, and uh, give, your, give your old guy a pat on the head and, and hope he follows his friend around pretty well around the house there. Got him with the dog, right? <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Thanks for your call. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Ready to solve those nasty litter box problems? Why don't you switch on over to World's Best Cat Litter? It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. It's guaranteed or your money back. You can get it free, in fact. Want our first bag rebate? Head on over to www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. And for the first nine callers now at one 405 8405 I have a bag of World's Best Cat Litter for you. And it could be the multiple scented. That's what we use here at the studios, right? But we use the multiple. We don't use, use the, the scented. scented. No. But they have a scented. But they have a multiple cat scented. They have a multiple cat. And then they have a single cat formula. Very good stuff. You'll have your choice at one 405 And that's all we have time for today thank you so much for joining us on this fine station remember you can uh, grab us on facebook at animal radio or tweet us at animal radio or download the animal radio app for iphone and android all available you can call us all week long at 1-866-405-8405 or email us at your voice at animal radio we'll see you next week right here bye-bye Is Animal Radio Network. Network.